It's 11.59 on Radio Free BTC. This is your host, Joe Fi, with music and the truth till dawn. Right now I have a few words for our brothers and sisters behind enemy lines. The chair is against the wall. The chair is against the wall. It's 12 o'clock, Bitcoiners. Another day closer to victory. Stay tuned for news and more right after this quick break. Welcome back, Bitcoiners. I am Joe Fi, and you are listening to the most listened to podcast about Bitcoin by my mom and sisters. So today I just wanted to go over an article that I saw uh, from Bloomberg that's been kind of mocked, kind of been uh, made fun of in a lot of places, but uh, I thought there was a lot of truth to it. So I thought I'd uh, bring some attention to it. And for those of you that haven't seen it, it was an article titled, For Americans Shocked by Inflation, Argentinians Have Some Advice. And in this article, uh, they they lay out, uh, you know, how how the average person can deal with inflation uh, since Americans literally haven't had to deal with it in forever. But uh, that's not why they were made fun of. The the big thing that they were made fun of was the first uh, was the first point they made, which is spend your paycheck right away. And I'll get back to that. But uh, the 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 funny thing, what I found funny about this story is that they find they think that inflation is a something nobody saw coming, and it, it was blindsided blindsided it. And that's probably true for the average American that's not paying attention. But for us Bitcoiners, it's been like the Austin Powers scene where, where he's driving a steamroller, him and the, I forget the, forget the girl's name. They're driving the steamroller and the security guard's like, no! no! Watch out! And uh, that, that's what inflation's been like for us. We, we've seen it coming from a mile away. And it shocks me that these people are shocked. But, you know, that, that I guess that is just how things, these things go. But, you know, Bitcoiners, that, that, that's why we do this. And that's why I do this. And I'm really not surprised. And unfortunately... I really don't think this is, I think this is only the beginning. I don't think this is going to stop. And we, we do have a lot to learn from Argentinians. So, yeah, we, we definitely have a lot to learn from Argentinians. And getting back to the article here, though, uh, you know, they, they break it down into a, f- a few main points. And like I, like I alluded to in the beginning, spend your paycheck right away. That's the one that kind of got panned by everybody. But here are the other points that they make. Borrow lots of money. Okay. Negotiate a pay raise or two. I love that. Or two. Buy inflation-linked bonds. Yeah, because that's a huge, uh, huge thing. Buy homes and cars. Okay, so these points are real. They're, they're, they're real and if you know nothing, uh, 
they're not, it's not bad advice. It literally is not bad advice. If you are paycheck to paycheck and you save nothing, spend it as fast as you can. That is, that is good advice because we all know that the, the CPI is not 6.8 or whatever the labor department or not labor, uh, whoever makes it, we, we know that it's not 6.8. We know that it's pro- inflation is probably closer to 15% and rising and probably rising exponentially. So, so if you're experiencing 15% inflation a year, you get paid, you should spend your money right away. That is good advice. I, and I, I hate to say it because it doesn't, doesn't make a lot of sense and it doesn't sound like something that is very prudent but it is prudent because your money is wasting away it's melting and melting away as like Michael Saylor likes to say he always compares it to an ice cube melting away and that that is the dollar so go out get what you need pay everything you need to pay right away borrow money that that's their second point borrow borrow lots of money and that's true. And it's very counterintuitive because, you know, the average person, and I know I fall into this, I don't want debt. I can't stand debt. But if somebody's willing to give you a fixed rate of under 15%, you're coming out ahead. And it's if you can do something wise with the money, that's great advice too. Look at, uh, speaking of Michael Saylor, look at how much debt he's just taken on to uh, a couple billion, I, I don't know what the number is, but he, he he's obviously playing it right, in my opinion, by buying Bitcoin. And the uh, the debt, even, even if you're not going to buy Bitcoin, though, buy assets. If you can take debt to buy assets in this environment, it makes a lot of sense. And by the way, this is not financial advice. This is just my opinion. Uh, but... You know, debt debt doesn't have to be a bad thing, even though personally I still can't stand it because it, there you know there's there's debt and then there's there's peace of mind and I I prefer peace of mind <laughs> over uh, other things, but we, we won't get into that now. Uh, th- this article, I, I guess, this is another point that people really like to make fun of: negotiate a pay raise or two, and you know what. <laughs> that sounds so simple, but fuck you guys. I mean, who do they think that, I mean, who wrote this? Let me see here. It was written by uh, Patrick Galipsi and Ignacio Oliveira Dahl. Don't know who either of them are, but uh, yeah. Oh, just go get a pay raise because that, that's so, so realistic for the average American. Yeah. Hey, boss, I give me 15% this year. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. Uh <laughs> The pay raises are, are not easy, and this is this is what we've talked about. This is why inflation is so painful to the average person because wages don't don't track with inflation. Wages lag. Wages will always lag. And oh, just go get a pay raise. That's all. You just you know tell your boss you need more money. Well, it's not that simple. And thankfully, you know I I guess some of the you know, crazy stuff that's come out of the pandemic is, uh, is w- w- with all the, uh, people not working now 
it, it it's almost we're almost seeing a flip in the in the labor market where you know employees are dictating things but it's still not simple it's it's not simple and most people most people don't want to do that uh i like this too buy inflation linked bonds okay i'm not super familiar with the bond market but <laughs> i don't i know that inflation linked bonds is not a big thing and it, you know they they do talk about how it, it's a big thing in argentina and over half their debt market i think they said is linked to inflation but uh yeah here it says it's only 10 they account for less than 10 percent of the uh the american debt market uh yeah i i mean whatever bonds bonds are i mean if you're a bond guy great but it's not a long-term thing in my opinion but that's just my opinion i i've never been never been into bonds and i i just find that they're for you know mutual funds and old people <laughs> so uh buy homes and cars now now for for anybody that's listening that doesn't care about bitcoin and if you don't care about bitcoin i don't know why you're listening but like I said, back on the debt thing, take as much debt. How homes and cars, they're real assets and real assets by are, are something that, that will hopefully help you hedge against inflation. So, you know, buy motorcycles, buy cars. I, I'm not, we've got a used car that I'm not going to sell because you know what? It, it's probably going to be worth more later. So I, I'm going to roll the dice and keep the uh, Subaru for an inflation hedge. You know, I probably should just sell it right now and spend that money on Bitcoin. But to be honest with you guys, I'm a little bit lazy and selling a car kind of sounds like a real pain in the ass. So maybe in spring when it's warm, I'll uh, consider selling the Subaru for Bitcoin. And then you can all, you know, tease me that, uh, you know, I could have... Uh, that Subaru is probably worth a quarter of a Bitcoin right now. And, uh, I'll probably be kicking myself in spring, uh, for, cause that it probably will be a lot less than a quarter of a Bitcoin then. But anyways, but, but the, the, this article that, like I said, they made fun of this article, but it, it is so very true. It's so very true. You know, they, they touch on it in the bond section, cryptocurrency and blah, 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 blah. But we know, what the real inflation hedge is and the inflation hedge is Bitcoin. And, you know, the, a lot of the price gains of Bitcoin, they, they look great, but it, it, is it the price going up or is it the dollar going down? Right. It's probably a little bit of both, but, uh, you know, we, we've got the ultimate inflation hedge and it's Bitcoin. And th this advice, like I said, e even if you're not a Bitcoiner, this is, good advice in my opinion because we know the dollar is melting we we know inflation's here we know inflation's a lot higher than the government is telling us so you know assets 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 bitcoin in my opinion is the best asset because it's the only thing that is truly scarce in this world more than gold more than cars more than homes uh bitcoin is a finite has a finite supply and it has ultimate scarcity. So anyways, I don't know. Did, did you guys see this article? Did you, uh, did you have the same thought as me or, or 
did you have a different thought? You know, come over to the Telegram group and uh, let me know what an idiot I am or what you thought. Uh, like I said, I think this is sound advice. You know, if if you're into Bitcoin or not, that the 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 dollar is melting away, and you have to take steps to protect yourself. Anyways, yeah, like I said, come over to the Telegram group. Let me know what you thought. Uh, otherwise, I will be back shortly. And, uh, oh, I guess this is the last episode before Christmas. So have a Merry Christmas, and I will see you before New Year's. Peace out.